technically today should be March 18th. I will go back into March 17th and uh, days following that. Simply because I believe it is best to know what has happened previous before commencing on today's log, which will be documented towards the end of the day. Which, in my opinion, would make general sense. So, I guess the best place to start this all off would have to be on Thursday, which is probably the 13th or 12th. Don't try to ask me which specific day that was, because time isn't necessarily on my side. When I say this, I refer to my job. And I will get to that. So, on Thursday, that was the day when it was announced that... It was announced that, generally, the school district would be closing for two weeks... And I'm sure the same was announced for other schools. Now, I believe it was the governor, or rather, the person in charge of the entire region. When I say region, no, not California, unless it was actually Newsom. But nevertheless, it was made by a higher order. And therefore, two weeks were cut off, not just for high schoolers, but middle schoolers, elementary students, etc. And... About the next day or so, I believe a national emergency was declared, though in my opinion, not much was done from it. And from moving on to the next day, that's, that's when things get chaotic When if you have a job. And it depends on the type of job you have, because as these days passed, uh, jobs were starting to close. First from bars and unnecessary places to eventually cutting off half the occupation of a restaurant and then fully closing them, which happened at about Monday or Sunday. And moving on from there, essentially, mostly everything was closed. Malls. I'm not sure about salons, but just anything unnecessary. And that basically left, like the speakers have said, pharmacies, grocery stores, Important necessities open. And as a bagger, I guess many people can see it as an easy job or those that have worked in that type of occupation as a tricky or difficult one. It seems like an interesting pathway I'm taking this, but I'll get to the main part. Sorry, I'm just looking at this cat's looking at me. Well, I was given an offer to work extra hours, considering how everybody's going through. And so thanks to that, I suppose that in the coming days, I'll have a unique view of how I see the situation unfolding in grocery stores, such as my own, because I work at Lucky's. And I... Let's just say this, I actually like my job, compared to many others, I think. Because I guess I just take commitment to it. I took it seriously. Now that being said, I guess I happen to be one of those that can take stress very well. Both in the job and outside of it. But for the three days in a row, Saturday, Sunday... Monday, I feel as if they've taken a toll on me, which is why Tuesday, 
the day about yesterday pretty much helped recover, or so I hope it will. Saturday, Sunday, and Monday were days where it was relentless. I'm not sure when it started in the morning, because usually I just start in the afternoons. But it definitely were up, climaxing at about the afternoons, and slowing down. Well, not even slowing down, like 9 or 8. Maybe on Monday that's what happened, but generally it was just busy. And I've seen some people who couldn't really take it very well. I mean, the amount of people, it was enough to... Hello. It was enough to make you cry, but other than that, it wasn't too bad. You could relatively go through it fine. Relatively go fine. But it wasn't just the bagging part. I mean, yes, it was. I mean, bagging for one person, a single person out of hundreds for the day. Where for some reason they would get so many items, you'd wonder where they were able to snatch all of it from or how much more were left. It wasn't just about looking at them and looking at their short, but inescapable lines, short little lines. There was also other aspects of the job. Any spills or the amount of go-backs to watch, or simply carts, restocking carts. You're told there are no carts. You go bring some in. By the time you bring six in and come back and bring another six, only one remains. They're always waiting for the carts, and so... It's kind of like... It's kind of like what my friend said a long time ago. And when I said a long time ago, I mean a week or two ago. It's like, he always wondered how I can constantly do this kind of work. And keep in mind, our store isn't necessarily busy. Of course, it's busy on the holidays, but nothing too crazy. And I do have experience from what the blackouts were like, at least for a day. But it kind of turns your work into, how do I say this? It kind of makes it as if you're working towards nothing. Well, obviously, you're working towards something. You're trying to get people out as fast as possible, so that way if someone with the virus does happen to end up in your store by accident, or not accident, but, but just by random chance, you want to try getting them out as fast as possible so they won't have to have their chances increased of getting infected. But... At that moment, or at least from the time following that, while you're still in the store, it just makes you feel as if you're just accomplishing nothing. And looking at the go-backs doesn't help either, because it makes you feel as if you're the Walmart on Helen Power with all their go-backs in the customer service section. Now, of course, our go-backs weren't that bad, and our front-end manager tried her best to organize all of it, but in the end there would just be, as I imagine, more go-backs to deal with, and therefore a lot of products. And while this may seem to you as a 
terrible economic slap. Uh, my guess is that the grocery industry is actually doing pretty good. From what I've heard, our sales are normally around 3,000 or 4,000, but daily it seems like they've been reaching 7,000. So there's that. Unfortunately, though, when you take a look at the others around you, like I've said before, that are closing restaurants, malls, probably salons most likely, unnecessary buildings like bars. When you think about it, those industries just... I don't know if they can make up for make up for the boost of a single industry. Well, I mean, they probably could, but I don't know. It feels Oh yeah, and if you're wondering why I'm shivering, it's because I'm outside. Why am I outside? Well, that's the only piece of quiet I get. So I guess that's the social aspect of life, but I'll get into that in just a few. And the rumors and news that I'm given by customers, considering the fact that I can't do much. Well, your lunch is either slashed in two, or you can't necessarily get your breaks out, but... There are interesting rumors that come in. Some, such as Winco having the clothes, the due to two fights, and the long lines that wrap around buildings possibility of low gas it's interesting yet it's frightening but at the same time you can't do much because you can't necessarily see it if that makes any sense as for economy once again I believe it's safe to say that the stock market crashed back on Friday to Thursday when school was announced that it would be closed for two weeks. At least that's what the teachers were saying, and it may be safe to say that it crashed again somewhere on Monday or Sunday. At least that's what I remember from the stock market crashing down 3,000 points. So there's that to know. And I suppose the airport industry took a slap once the European ban took, uh, took hold officially on about Friday since lines became increasingly long as the scanning process wasn't really that great. And from there, from there I suppose I shall move on to the social impact, unless I think of something else, but as of the moment I cannot think of something else to remember so I feel as if life is not necessarily in a quarantine yet simply because simply because while I, I think it may have been called earlier it's just it feels the same and I believe technology has a role to play in that you don't really see things weird until the news comes on or until you hit the stores and see those empty shelves. And I will add on before I continue that what adds on to the stress as a grocery clerk is simply looking at the shelves. No, not because you wanted to buy toilet paper or Lysol or 
eggs or crackers or whatever. It makes you stressed out because maybe it just adds to the tension, I guess. Probably tension or or maybe just thinking about those who really need the food but can't get it because someone bought, I don't know, around 50 cans of food that day. Bought a bunch of pasta. Took a lot of the beans. And you don't know what's happening on the other side of the store either since you're stuck either in the front end or you're stuck doing carts, so. I guess that adds on to the stress. If that makes any sense to you. But moving on to social impact. It feels weird. As a student that used to go to school. It feels weird not to see any other people that you normally see on a day. And it makes you wonder how they're doing in terms of their status in this crisis. Do they have enough food? Do they have enough toilet paper? Did their parents get kicked off the job? And that's another thing, too. Recently, there has been an attempted proposal in the Senate to make a bill from the... I forgot the name of the bill, so we'll just call it the relief bill for now. It was supposed to be $1.2 trillion, and it was supposed to give... First, I heard it was $1,000 checks, but then $700 checks. To, I'm not sure, families or individuals. I don't know how they're going to measure that up, but they're supposed to be giving that soon. At least, I suppose. But we'll see if the bill even passes. So, I guess that could help those who don't have a job. But, there's two things that I'm currently thinking of that makes me believe it won't be as effective as many think. First off, you can't really... At least in this time, as I'm currently thinking, you can't just pay somebody to watch your kids. I mean, you could probably go on to that one second babysitters. But what I'm trying to say is that I believe, what are they called? Baby caring sites? No. Daycares. Yes, that's what they're called. Daycares have been closed. I thought they were open, at least for the health workers, but I'm not so sure anymore. And from what I've heard people talk about of how they can't do much with their kids, especially some of our own co-workers, it's best to say that babysitting services are out the door. And while our schools were offering food a day for breakfast and lunch, I think it's safe to say that either parents don't know about it or they simply don't have the time or resources to go over there and give them the, that food, which is why they have to rely on food bought from the store. And that leads me to my second point. What are you going to buy the money with? Yeah, sure, stores restock, but keep in mind, this is a, essentially a global crisis global food crisis and in the United States there are millions of people and to transition from there warehouses 
I think, in my opinion, would have to choose which stores get their products. I'm not sure if they're going to do it via a list order. So let's say I make my order at 5 and someone makes their orders at 6 and mine will get delivered first. Or maybe they'll just prioritize the biggest cities, biggest towns. But one thing or another, if they don't, they don't limit the amount of cans and food people can buy then there will be nothing left to buy probably buy a bunch of chips or crackers but that's unhealthy where's that going to bring you this is Anthony signing off for March 17th